Hello, 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 and welcome back to Show Talk, the place where I talk, you talk, and we talk about shows. No, there is not an intro for this because this is the first pilot episode of Motherland Fort Salem. And honestly, I needed to know what was the vibes, what was the theme that was running into Fort Salem, and how I was going to like properly, I don't know, showcase this show and a theme song. Let me tell you, a theme song for an opening show, it's it's important. It's like what you hear. It's the starting. You know, I can't choose it like willy-dilly. Willy-nilly? Willy-nilly. So anyway, um, you will probably hear a theme song for this show uh, probably by next week, probably by next episode, because, you know, this show's pretty dark. There's some heart heartfelt moments. Um... It's kind of funny. So I, I think I know I think I know what I want for it, but if you guys have any theme songs or anything like that that you think would be good as an intro, something that you made or something that you've heard, let me know. Throw it into my email at showtalkpodcast at gmail.com and, you know, maybe I'll put it in instead. Who knows? You have a week to figure it out. I have a week to figure it out. We both have a week to figure it out. But... Motherland Fort Salem, that shiz was amazing. I mean, I have feelings. I have so many feelings, some good, some bad, a little confusion that I'm hoping you guys will answer for me, but a lot of good things. And I'm really excited to watch the next episode. I mean, I usually don't trust Freeform with their shows, especially after the cancellation of Cloak and Dagger. I'm sorry, I'm still hurt. But, you know, fingers crossed that this ends up getting good traction and that the show picks up and that they get a season two. Yes, I'm already thinking about season two. Um, But yeah, I really like it. Reading everyone's tweets and live tweeting with everyone. It seems like a good consensus that everyone else was liking it and feeling it. So let's get right into it. Let's get right into the pilot episode of Motherland Fort Salem on Freeform. Now, I was kind of shocked. They started off pretty, like, intense off the bat for the first episode. I mean, we had people dropping from the sky. Qua. Okay? Like, I had no idea what was happening. And it was crazy. And one, did anybody notice that no one was screaming? All these bodies were dropping to the ground. Blood on the floor. Okay? It was like raining men. In hell. And yet no one was screaming. No one. Nothing. It was all casual. And then it's just like popping up on the news on the next scene. Everyone's like, oh my god, I can't believe it happened. They have more emotions than the people that actually happened to. You know what I mean? But that was interesting. Like our good intro into who the spree is and like what they do. Honestly, I don't know what they do. So far they just killed a lot of people. Um, But apparently they're like our bad guys for this show. Uh, I don't really know. What is their motive? I know they tried to explain it a little bit in the episode, but I couldn't really understand. Like, are they witches who think that they should run the world? Or are they, like, just regular bad guys? Or are they, like, I, you know, you know what it is? I always feel like you always understand who a bad guy is or who a villain is once you meet the leader. 
And right now, I think that the girl that we know as the spree, the only girl that we know technically of the spree, she isn't our way in to knowing fully who they are. I don't even think listening to the cadets or the sergeants or all that stuff, like the good guys, really will tell us who they are until we get deep into the core and we meet like their head honcho and all of that. And I can tell it's coming. It's coming soon, especially after watching the trailer for the season in general, um, as they escalate in what they do going from deaths to frozen bodies, I guess. I have no idea. It's going to be interesting to see, but we're, we're going to have to meet their whole entire organization and see exactly what they're doing, if it's worth it. Um, and all that jazz, you know? So then we literally just went from the spree and their dead bodies and all of that straight into one of our main characters off the bat. And did you guys notice (laughs) it literally took until almost half of the episode for us to really know who their names were? I I, okay, I take notes when I'm watching a show before I'm about to podcast them just so like I can remember specific scenes and things that I really liked and things that I didn't like. And honestly, I was really writing down Abigail, black girl, <laughs> Tally, really nice ginger, <laughs> um, Rael, blonde, like emo chick lit i had no idea who they were the entire episode and i was like is anyone gonna mention their name um because i'm literally this is how i'm labeling them and i don't know i guess that gave like a little suspense in how we got to meet them but honestly if anyone wanted to slip the name in earlier i would have been so much happier um, especially because I was confused. There were points where I was like, okay, this is Tally. No, that's Tally. Okay, that's Abigail for sure because she, like, has a stick. No, <laughs> no. but, like, it it made no sense why they were introduced so late. I mean, I guess we got to see their backgrounds a little bit more. But who are they? I mean, I think that's what we're really here for. Get to know them and, like, see who's our faves. And... I honestly I love all of them right now we have Raelle she's like the first one that we get introduced to I have so many things okay so Raelle's main storyline is that her mom has died um serving for her country in Fort Salem and of course she holds a strong hurt because it happened less than a year ago And she's basically been left on her own ever since to take care of her father and be the healer of her town. And apparently she holds traits that her mother had in her healing. Okay, first things first. (laughs) This whole healing ability, I can understand why she was disappointed to be drafted as a healer. Because when she took the neighbor or whoever the f it was pain away i was like did that just literally go onto her skin she transferred this woman's pain onto her own body so that this person could be healed no one wants to have that skill no one that's one painful and two great you know what happens when you're a healer you're like first there like digging people out through the trenches, holding legs together. No, no one wants that. I could understand why she was mad. 
Especially because her mom died the same way trying to save other people. Ugh, no. No, I don't want it. I don't like it. So I can understand why she's like rebelling a little bit, especially when she finds out she's a healer and seeing the girls that she's supposedly have to stick with throughout the rest of the season and throughout the rest of her time at Fort Salem. I understand. I understand where the rebellion came from, where the hurt came from, where the emo-ness came from. I'd be sad too if I had to look after my dad and then have to do the same thing my mother did and end up like with the same fate that she's going to have in the future, you know? Well, that was Rael's story. And then we went into... Tally's story which okay one we didn't really have Tally's whole background like we heard a little bit I couldn't really understand what was happening like what her main storyline was because apparently her mom was also a soldier back in the day or something and then she got out but she made a deal with a lawyer so that Tally could do it but not do it but Tally wanted to do it to be able to represent her country, but her mom didn't want her. I was confused. And I hated that I was confused because this little memorial session that they were doing um, with all the girls together to get to know each other, when they're explaining like why they're here and what they've lost and how they're going to like band together, I was like, I don't... Wait, what? what? Why is she here? Like, I get why she's here, but what was her sad story, you know? I, I didn't get it. I may, you know what? It's been the episode replayed at 10 o'clock. I watched the 9 o'clock version, or episode replayed at 10 o'clock. It's probably going to replay again. I will probably rewatch this episode multiple times to try to understand the things that I didn't understand. And that, of course, will be one of them. Another one will be actually looking at what her powers are. Because for Rael, you knew that she was like a healer, and that was like great. And then for Tally, we saw her do like the little muting sign on the door so that like her mom could stop screaming. But I was like, is that all she could do? Or is she like, you know what? It's the first episode. I can't say much. So I'm just waiting to see her expand because I love her so much. And I know I say I love all the characters, but she's my main right now because one, she's adorable and two like I can feel some sass coming into her I can feel like she's gonna be so powerful and she's gonna keep the group together and I love that okay love those um so yeah I can't wait to see her expand but while we are waiting for Tally to expand we have a full-fledged like witch right here and that is a going by Abigail. Now Abigail, you can tell she comes from a long list of powerful witches. Her mom is very powerful and is apparently very high rank. And that pressure, oh, that pressure that her family is putting on her to be like the perfect witch and to rise up in the ranks real fast. Oh yeah, I felt it. I felt it and it made me understand a little bit more why she is the way she is. And it's because she can't fail. She honestly cannot fail. She has too much writing on it. And Rahel, Rahel's going to be the one to to stop her from actually reaching these goals that she's looking forward to achieving. And she could do so much. I mean, did you see her power? She literally can influence you with her voice to do what she wants you to do. Now, one consent but that first scene where she 
like, convinces the guy to leave her alone so that she can, like, go about her day and, like, they don't have to talk more about how they're breaking up so she can go off. Talk about abuse of power. But also, if you had said power, would you use it? For good or for evil is the question. Speaking of good versus evil, Rael and Skyla. I love it. I love every second of it. Okay, one, props to Freeform for putting more LGBTQ like people on their their screens. Okay, because it needs to be represented widely and constantly to the point that it's normal. One and two, I love seeing more people from the LGBTQ community be represented as amazing and like strong and can like kick butt all that's love it break the stereotypes right now right in front of me they do all of it and i just loved loved seeing Raelle with skyla now whew, that little sex scene that they had in the episode i was not ready i was not ready i was not prepped but it was great i mean i don't think i've ever seen a scene like that in full-fledged, like, on a regular programming, like, Freeform. Well, they're past shows, maybe. But, like, on other programs, not so much. So I love that they were taking strides that way as well. Now, we got have that out of the way that I love that we're exploring more into that side of TV and what that relationship can do. I don't trust Skyla. I don't trust her. I don't trust her at all. Um, she looks like she's going to be trouble, especially because every time that Rael does something bad that goes against her team and that makes them struggle, Skyla is right there. She's right there and she's ready to help her do even worse like than she's already doing. I mean, Rael's already struggling by herself, okay? I don't think she needs somebody in the background cheering her along. And apparently, she wants her to join something. Listen, we already joined one army. We're not trying to join another. And that army I think she's trying to get her to join is the Spree. And hell no. Rael, there's no way. There is no way. Okay, I was a little worried. (laughs) Let me back this up. When you... At the end of the episode, when you watch the trailer for the entire season, there's a small clip that makes you worried that maybe Raelle will turn to the dark side. Okay? I can see it coming. You can see it coming. Anyone who's read a book recently and can, like, dig in between the words, between the lines, you can see it coming. It's not a spoiler. But. But. There's no way, there is no way Rael will, of sound body and mind, willingly join the spree, especially after what happened to her mom. I don't care who she's making out with or sleeping with in any bunker. There's no way after everything that she went through with the loss of her mom less than a year ago, mind you, that she would choose the spree. What? No! Okay, well, maybe. So, here's another theory. So, if this, if Skaya, because I don't trust her and I think she's evil, and if you continue to watch the episode, you'll see I am right. But, if Skaya were ever get Rael to turn evil, 
I it would have to be to the point where she uses her mother's death as a way to get her to see that Fort Salem isn't as great as it is as it is as it's supposedly because the reason that Rael and Abigail have issues specifically is because one they're from two different spectrums of life but also Abigail's mom was the leader of the squadron when her mom died and that's where their biggest beef came from because Abigail blames or Rael blames Abigail's mom and then so it gets a little sticky on whether or not like they're going to be able to work together because of the hard feelings that they have because now Rael needs someone to blame and right now that's Abigail and through Abigail, Abigail's mom, which is understandable. So I feel like the only way that they could get her to join is if they twist it that way. And there has to be, there has to be darker to every superhero is a darker story for every villain there is a lighter story it's literally a yin and yang like peter parker you're telling me he hasn't killed the bad guys that he's dealt with batman hello like if you look at the past storylines of maleficent and joker your heart breaks for them so I wouldn't be surprised if we find out that Fort Salem has some dark secrets underneath their covers and that the Spree are, have better motives that we don't know about. I mean, for all I know, I will be Team Spree by the end of the season, but who knows? You know, I just, I don't want to see it right now because I want to see that bonding. I want to see that power of three between Tally, Abigail, and Rayla, I want to see it. I want to see it and I cannot wait to. You cannot take that away from me, okay? It's the first season, it's the first episode, and I'm already overthinking it. <laughs> and it doesn't help that Abigail's over here trying to switch over to another quadrant and freaking Rael and Abigail are over here on the mats going at each other's throats, okay? People are almost dying already. Tally is going to have some work cut out for her this entire season, I can tell you that now. But people are predicting that Abigail and Rael are going to be the best of friends, and I'm hoping, I'm hoping I'll see it, because they have to be. Now, that was pretty much everything that happened, like, character-wise and getting to know, like, everyone this episode. I mean, we got to know a little bit about the spree. We got to know about our three main characters. We got to see a little bit of their powers. Um, we even got to see even more of it towards the end, which we got to see like their full force where they're using their vocal harmonies to, I don't know, move something. Like what were they doing? What were they doing? Because some other groups that we saw were like creating tornadoes and everything like that. Was that what they were doing with their voice? And they were like synchronizing it with, oh, what is that called? What's that thing called that you ring to like, who knows? They were synchronizing it with that like tone created from the banging of the little metal thing that they used. And it was very powerful, apparently the most powerful that none of the leaders have ever seen before, which <laughs> that's my group. <laughs> They're amazing. But... Yeah, that was pretty cool. I can't wait to see them 
evolve from that because I'm, I'm guessing that they're going to level up to the point that they can do it without the aid of the sounding tool and that'll be interesting to see unless they all gonna carry it with them to keep like in sync with one another who knows also random thought you think they'll make songs out of this like so far they were just using their voices but do you think they'll be like full-on songs that would be interesting to say what if there was like a full musical interesting interesting anyway tell me what you guys thought about this episode i think that's all i got for you right now i mean everything was pretty amazing i yes i did have some questions but of course i'm going to go back and watch it and see if i can answer it myself or go back through everyone's tweets online and see if you guys can answer it for me there but i liked it i'm very excited for the rest of the season one it's based off of massachusetts my hometown love okay also with our history of witches it's not so great so to see it in a better light I love this love this so much and there were so many great scenes that like even I didn't mention here that I will love going back and seeing like the general Sarah's speech at the beginning about like a witch's place and her place in the army and what she can do amazing amazing i felt like i was in the room i felt uplifted it's like you can replace witch with woman and it's just it's so empowering and i hope that everyone that's watching this show whether you're female whether you're from like lgbtq community whether you're just i don't know feeling like a little bit down and like the the middleman or or lesser than who you are right now, especially with everything going on in the world. I hope you can see this show or other shows that you're watching as a way to lift yourself up to see a better version of yourself that you didn't know you had within you. And this show does that. It does that in so many ways. Like, they protect one another. You need women to protect one another at these times. I mean, this is... It's March. It's, it's Women's Month. It's... We need to be together this time more than ever. And this show displays that in some of the best ways. And it also shows the struggles that women go through together. Just fighting each other, but knowing that you have to stand with one another in order to succeed. I don't know. I loved it. I loved it so much. I loved I loved seeing the little surprises that we had. I love seeing the powers that they have. I'm very excited. I'm very excited to see how they evolve from here on out and what we're going to see. So yeah, I hope you're sticking with me as we're watching it. I will try to be posting every episode the day after the episode airs just so, well, one, it's a spoiler because it's a podcast and I'm reviewing the episode. So I want everyone to have a chance to watch it and also it'll give me time to go through and you know answer any questions I might have or have questions for you guys as I'm watching the episode and as you guys are watching the episode so stay tuned for those um if you guys want to live tweet with me make sure you are following me on twitter at show talk podcast and make sure you're watching the show because I really want it to get picked up and I really want it to just be able to get to the potential that it should be um, just because of how great it is 
the only way we're going to be able to do that is if we're going through and we're watching it and we're live tweeting it and we're going through with the hashtag motherland and showing the support that it deserves. So like always, keep talking.